Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. Dallas, today we're here to talk about owning great companies with the push of a button. Thanks, Michael. This was a one of those weird shower thoughts that, that we often talk about where <laughs> I was thinking the other day about most assets, most great assets are actually, and historically, not just in our modern world, but it's actually been pretty hard for the average person mm. in the street to own a really great income-producing asset throughout history. Like if you imagine, um, if if I'm driving past a business down the street and I go, oh, that'd, that'd be a really good, really good business. I'd, I'd love to own a portion of that. I don't just get to go back to my computer and you know jump into my Comsec account and and buy shares in that business. You know, if it's a small, if it's a private company, they don't. I can't just go and knock on the door and say, hey, I want some of your business. You know, unless I'm in the mafia or something like that. But the the whole point I'm trying to get at here is that we sort of take this for granted. Like if if I jump on Amazon and use their you know use their system to buy something, and I think what a fantastic thing, you know, Amazon. I think it's only going to get better and more valuable in the future, or whatever. I think it's just a fantastic business. I can, if I want to, I can just go and buy shares in Amazon. I can go and buy a part ownership of that of that business at the push of a button which is just an amazing thing to think about, really. It, it is amazing because uh, leading up to this podcast today, I was saw the title and I started to think about it. Yeah. And it's, and it's true of almost anything. Yeah. So the best properties which people would consider Sydney waterfront properties. Yeah. You can't just go and no. own fractional ownership no. of that. No. The best racehorses are all gone <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. before yep. you know, they get syndicated out yep. to, yep. to mugs you know, even, uh, that even, come in. And, I was thinking about this the other yeah. day with... Uh, cattle, like we've obviously talked about, my, my, my parents and I own some cattle together. And I've talked to different people, they go, oh, I'd like to own some cows. Well, you just can't because you, where are you going to put them? You yes. don't know where to even, where to start, how to buy them, where to, you know, where do they live, you know, who's going to take care of them, all those sorts of things. Whereas if you think about, you know, Amazon or NAB, like you can own shares in NAB without any understanding of the banking system or yeah. how how that works, how NAB makes a profit. You don't have to know. You don't have to be involved. You don't have to make decisions about what loans should be extended or not. You don't have to do anything. You just look at it and go, you know, that's a, that's a great company. I'd like to own a, a part of that. And you press a button and away you go. Yeah, look, and, it, it is it is actually truly amazing when you think of it yeah. like that because and, we consider we consider um, productive enterprise. Yeah. So someone taking something, yeah. value adding it, yeah. and on selling it at a at a more expensive price yeah. and making a profit, yeah. we, we consider that the best uh, asset that you can actually invest it into. Yeah. Um, okay. big, yeah, without digressing too much. Yeah. Um, so to be able to do that, to, to do that. Relatively low cost, quickly, and and yeah. and, and, uh, and buy fractional ownership of that. Yeah. If I've got as little as a hundred dollars, yeah, um, you know, I can buy yeah. some of these assets. It, it is it is amazing. Like it if is you think amazing. Of the the alternative is, and and this is you know, 
in some cases, this is literally how it had to be done, is that if you are retiring right now with a million dollars, you can just push a button, that million dollars gets spread out across the greatest companies of Australia and all around the world. You get to be diversified across, you know, hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years of companies mm. of different uh, economies, you know, different industries, all those different things. You can be diversified across them versus, you know, potentially if you if you didn't have uh, these publicly listed companies, the only way to do that is that you might say, right, I've got a million dollars and... I've got a mate I know who's who's going to be. Uh, he's you know he's worked in banking. He's going to set up his own bank, and ten mm. of us are all going to throw in a million dollars, and that's yep. going to be you know, the ten million dollars that we're going to start this bank, and he's going to be doing that. But then I have to worry about: Do I know a guy who can actually run a bank, and is he going to do a good job? And is, is exactly, he you yeah. know is he is am I going to be invested in the right bank, or is someone else going to come and cut his lunch? And am I going to make a profit? When do I you know how do I sell out if I need some of that money? How do I do it? You have all these problems that that are involved with any sort of uh, private ownership or, or any privately owned assets. That all the friction, all the problems that that you normally would have, just disappear. You you can, and I think this is sort of probably part two. And I'm, I'm maybe rambling a bit here, but <coughs> where this flows through is the problem that you 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 don't necessarily get rid of that problem but what that transfers into is to have the ability to do all that of a push of a button the only downside is that you get to see what people are buying and selling your shares at and the price of that every minute of every day and so if you own shares in nab you have to watch that nab share price go up and go down and you have to if you're thinking about it and looking at it you have to know that that's what your balance is doing moment by moment but if you're really just thinking of it as I want to own a share of this great business and a portion of this great business and I want to hold it forever and I want to get my share of the profits out of that, it actually doesn't matter what that price does every day. It just means that it's easier for you to get invested and, and, and be invested the whole way through. No, it, it doesn't. And I mean, I actually see that as a benefit. I know a lot of people don't see that as a benefit, but the liquidity of that, mm. and that's the reason why the price goes up or down. You have yeah. a guaranteed buyer. Yes. If you're the holder of a publicly listed company. Yes. You have a guaranteed buyer yep. um, uh, right now yep. if you want to sell yep. in part or in full. Mm. It's just that the price reflects the supply and demand aspects of that. Yep. So if there's not a lot of buyers around and there's yep. a lot of people looking to sell, the price is going to come back. Yep. Um, but you have that you have that at call. Yep. Uh, so the liquidity of that is is, is a major advantage. Mm. Especially, especially like a lot of these assets, you go when, when it comes to retirement. Like you, mm. when you're retired, you don't, most people don't want that hassle. You know, if you've got, again, you compare that, I just think about it as if you owned a million dollars worth of NAB shares versus mm. owning one-tenth of a $10 million bank that's run by your mate, if you all of a sudden need money out of that bank, it just doesn't, it's not how it works. Yes. In a smaller in a smaller business, you can't just get out the portion you need. You'd either need to be bought out completely and then you have the issue of what do I do with that money or... Mm. You know, you, you have all those problems, whereas it's really amazing that we can just take that money, spread it out, and then go, okay, well, I, I need some money. I can just – I've pushed a button to get my money invested. I can push a, push a button and get $100,000 back out when I need it, and yep. that's that's it. You know, there's, there's a $15 brokerage charge, and and, then, and again, this isn't, <coughs> this isn't really how it works, but there's minimal, minimal cost to get – to get invested and then to get out of those investments, which there is, it, which is fantastic for liquidity and for 
retirement income, all these sorts of things. The downside there is that is that because it's so easy to own those great companies, I think we then get caught in this thing of trying to get in and get out rather than just saying, no, no, I, I just want to be able to get in in a really easy, frictionless way yeah. and I'm just going to stay fully invested the whole way through. It's too easy to get out. Yeah, look, and it's a perfectly symbiotic relationship between the shareholder and the, and the company. Yeah. Because um, so the company needs to grow yeah. and they need to issue shares and yeah. they need people to buy those shares. Yeah. The shareholder wants to, yeah. you know, for all the reasons that we said, wants yeah. to wants to be able to own you know, these great that. companies yeah. uh, and fractional ownership of those. Yeah, um, they also want those companies to grow yeah. as well um, and to capture economies of scale and all those types of things. So, we, I mean, we go back to Woolworths. Woolworths grew from five supermarkets in nineteen twenty five to over a thousand supermarkets now. Yeah. Now, along the way. Uh, the Part of that yeah. was they knew they were onto a good thing. Yeah, you know, we can we can we can buy this produce and package it all up and and, mm. and centralize it, and people will pay us a premium for that, and we can make a profit. Um, we need to scale up pretty quickly. Yeah. So what do they do? They issue more shares. Shareholders come in and buy. They've also they've all of a sudden got all this money to actually expand their supermarket. You know, base from five to ten to fifteen to twenty to to mm. fifty, uh, and then and then they're up and running. So. Yeah, we're, we're, um, it, it, it is a it, the the way the whole system works is 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 just it's it's amazing. Yeah, it is, and that's I think the thing about it is, no one's saying that there's no um, there's never any issues with corporate governance or with you know, but but just the the concept that as the average person in the street, you are not locked out of these fantastic businesses is, is an amazing thing. Mm. You know, hundreds of years ago. You would have had to know someone, you know. You would have had to know to, you know, JJ Woolworths who was starting out this grocery yeah, yeah. store, and he would have been, you know, you would have met your, you know, it would have been your, your mates that you met at the golf club, or I don't even know if they played golf in those days, yeah, but yeah. you know, they would, you would have had to get money in through someone, and it would have been all a bit of a, you know, who do you know and who do you not know sort of thing. Whereas now you just go, I, I, I really, I think Woolworths is going to make, you know, profits over the next thirty years. I want to just invest some money. Yeah, buy shares in that. I want to own a part of that, and I want to just get my profit, my share of the profits over the mm. next thirty years. I just go and press a button, and mm. and I own, I own shares in, in all these Woolworths. It's, yes, it's, and, a, it's a fantastic thing. And talking about the risk of things, of of course, that's that's something that's easy to do more than ever now is diversification. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, it 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 it's another thing that bores us when people start to talk about what do you think about this company? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what I think. Just, just I have no all. idea. No one else on the, on the face no. of the earth knows what it's going to do. Yeah. What we choose to do is just diversify away from that. Now, yeah. Um, yeah. there's, 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 um, there's people that will do that for us yeah. and we can own the top 1,500, the largest 1,500 companies in the world. Mm. We don't even know what they are no. at any given point in time. <laughs> no. Um, we have a manager there that's going to sell out when yeah. companies move out of that fifteen hundred, move us into yeah. the the new companies moving up to take its place. So so um, and you can you can get all of that for yeah. um, yeah. roughly two thousand dollars per year per million dollars that yeah. you have. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's 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 amazing right, how quickly that you so that's and, a really cheaply you can you can get that. If you look at that, that cost, service done so, for you. so you can basically invest in, you know, 
the biggest 1,500 companies in the world and the biggest 200 companies in Australia at, at a cost of, you know, yeah, $2,000 per year per million. If you've got a million dollars saved for retirement, mm. for the cost of $2,000, you, you, can, you can have that money. Yeah, you can spread it out across 1,700 different companies. You imagine if you had to go and find a company or find a business that you thought was worthy of your investment and then actually have the negotiation, find the price that you think is fair that you're not going to get stitched up on. Then you have to you know, get your lawyer involved, draw up the paperwork, handle all that, do the banking transaction, get the money across. Get, it's, there's a huge amount of, of work involved and historically that was, that was just what had to happen. And even you know, for us, for example, on a, <coughs> if you own a small business you will, and you've transacted in any way or if you bought a share or sold a share of a small business, you understand that there's a huge amount of work involved in, in doing that. But at, in our modern world, yeah, you, you just get to press a button and someone does that for you for such a fraction of, a, of the cost of well, what it would be well, ordinary. What I love about that as well, um, we obviously love to travel and when I retire well into the future, um, yeah. I plan to be traveling all the time. Yeah. Now, I, I can relax knowing that I've got, you know, 1,500 to 2,000 CEOs yes. around the world. Getting up every day. And cream rises to the top. Yeah. So, of course, there's companies in there that make mistakes and, of course, there's yep. CEOs that are, uh, yeah, that not are, doing a good job. are not doing a good job and all that sort of stuff. Cream rises to the top. So, so I know that across the board, mm. I've, got, I've got these people waking up every day looking. Our interests are completely aligned. Yes. So, they're looking to make a profit. They're looking to make the highest profit that they can. Um, if on the other hand I had three rental properties and I'm on holidays, I'm worried all the time yep. that the tenants are doing the right thing, that the real estate yep. is, is you know is on top of is it on all. top of things and and yep. and, and all of those types of things. So yeah. yeah, just even from a and 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 I can have a million dollars for the cost of about two thousand dollars a year, like yep. the direct cost of about two thousand dollars a year. Yep. Outsource that management. Um, yeah. Uh, it's going to cost me a lot more than that yeah. to have that million dollars in rental property from yeah. a, a management point of view from an agent. As yeah, well. no, that's right. So yeah, I don't. This, this is one of those, uh, like I say, these topics. It was just a, a thought that I had in a shower the other day. I was thinking, this is we we sort of take this for granted, but it is something that is. Um, I think it's like your theory on making contributions into super. If because it's so easy and so tax effective, it's almost seen as we sort of take it for granted. Whereas, if it was like some big secret of hey, you wouldn't believe it, but you can actually buy shares in Amazon and yeah. NAB and BHP and all. If it was, if they made it harder to, if do, they made it harder to do, I think the skeptic in everyone <laughs> yeah. says, yeah, yeah. If it's so great, why yeah. are they selling more shares? Yeah, <laughs> and, and and that's why I mentioned the symbiotic relationship yeah, before. Yeah. yeah. A company needs money coming in to grow. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. a, a company never gets to an Amazon or, yeah. a, or Without, some, some yeah. in some in some. Well, no, they don't because because even if they don't publicly list shares, they have venture capital yeah, coming yeah. in. So they need money to grow. Yeah. Um, that's the symbiotic relationship of it. A yeah. a company that's onto a good thing mm. needs to issue more shares because they need cash coming in from new shareholders to be able to grow the business. Yeah. Perfect, and, and that's exactly what the shareholder wants as yeah. well. They want the business to grow. Yeah. They want economies of scale. They yeah. want, um, you know, uh, uh, that 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 type of critical mass. Yeah, and and the company 
So, so the shareholder wants that and the company wants the same thing. Yeah. Um, it's perfectly aligned. Yeah. And that's, I guess, I, I sort of didn't really clarify this at the start of this podcast, but the way that we invest our money and that we recommend our clients invest their money is not... I've said, you know, use examples of NAB or Amazon or BHP or whoever. I'm not saying that my recommendation is to go and actually directly buy no. shares in that. What, I, what I'm suggesting is that you can, you can put money into your superannuation fund and you can uh, direct where you want that money to be invested within your superannuation fund and, and choose that you want it spread out across the biggest and best companies in Australia around the world. And every, every fortnight when you contribute money into super, that's effectively what you're doing is you're pushing the button to invest that money every yep. fortnight. And that's kind of what I mean is I'm not – it's amazing that we get to own shares in these companies. I'm not saying that you should even spend any time at all thinking about which ones you should or shouldn't or how much or anything like that. I'm just saying that every dollar that you've got spare that you want to save for your retirement, you can just choose to push that straight across into your super fund and your super fund will invest that money across those biggest and best companies. And then, like you said, those CEOs get up every day and go to work and try and uh, maximise their, their returns to, to you as a shareholder. Yeah, well, and, and, and the and great thing about money. that as well is you you don't have any idle money sitting around waiting to save up because yeah. to use your example before, you had to save a million dollars before and you had to have share nine friends that had a million dollars yeah. to yeah. to fund yeah, your friend that bank. was in banking who yes. was going to start the bank. So that money was sitting idle. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's There's because it's so easy yes. now uh, to buy fractional ownership of these great companies, yeah. um, you, you just never have to have any money sitting idle. Yeah, no, that's exactly yeah. right. And I think, I mean, there's a risk here that we, we oversimplify things a little bit and, and make it seem like the 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 end to all of your worries is to just to go yeah. and buy these companies. <laughs> yeah. There's so much more to it than yeah. that. Yeah. There's, there's getting enough in, there's yeah, getting yeah. enough into the, the yeah. right companies, there's using the tax advantages that we talk yeah. about all the time. Yeah. There's, but, um, but I think it's just yeah. amazing that that's, in our modern world, that's really something that, like, when we're, to, when we're having a meeting with clients, we're spending most of our time talking about how to use their available resources in the most effective yeah. way, how to, yeah. you know... The money that they've saved, the money that they can save every fortnight, their you know super contributions, all those sorts of things, and then we kind of just gloss over and go, well, so we get into super and we want to get that invested and working for you, and and it does, and it's just because it's so easy, we sort of take it for granted. But like what, you say, it's what, amazing. What is it? And if you look at those largest fifteen hundred companies in the world, yeah. they're spread over so many different currencies, yeah, spread over so many yeah, different even, domiciled countries, yeah. So, so there's someone yeah. that will, for under $2,000 a year, yeah. will take your million dollars, yeah. will exchange it into different currencies, yeah. will buy, buy into those, in those companies. top 1,500 companies in the world, yeah. we'll, we'll get track them. that over time, yeah. we'll get the we'll, dividends we'll back re- out. Get the dividends back in, yeah. uh, into the fund, yeah. um, reinvest, uh, reinvest them on your behalf if you want to or pay them to you. Yeah. They, will, they will move out sell out of companies that are moving out of that 1,500, yeah. top 1,500 and buy into companies that are moving in. They'll yeah. do all of that for under $2,000 a year. It's, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. Yeah. I think I don't really have any, any pearls with just it's more of a concept really to, to think about in that just because it's easy, uh, again, I think you said like this, the skeptic is that it's almost too easy. It seems mm. like we have to make this more complicated and, and the point that I think the point I'd leave with is that it is just that easy. You you can you know so obviously make sure that you are putting enough money aside and that you are doing it in the most tax effective mm. way. But in terms of how that money gets invested, you can just 
have someone doing that for you at the push of a button and it's, and it's that easy and it's that cost effective and it's that good for you in the long term. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.